Gather round, take a seat, relax. It's the Fabringen with Rabbi Levi Afton, right here on 101.9 High FM. This is 101.9 Chai FM. Rabbi Levi Afton here from Linksfield Shul. It's a privilege and an honor to be with you. And we look forward to what hopefully will be an interesting, inspiring, and awesome show with Craig on the controls. Um, yeah, we're, we're pretty uh, confident. You were just listening to Nothing in Your Life. Actually, all the songs that you'll be listening to in this show today are from a new CD from my favorite songwriter, A.B. Rottenberg, Journeys 5. So I chose three out of his 15 tracks. Um, and I'll play some of the other songs in, in the coming weeks. Just I love his writing all in English um, with very Jewish themes, some more sad, some more positive. Uh, the next song we sing is a almost a, a story post the Holocaust. And then the final uh, song that we'll hear at the end, Journey at Sea, is a very interesting composition about life, but with a very uh, unique bend and musical style. But... We'll get there when we get there. For now, here we are. We're here on 101.9 Chai FM, and we're here to Fabring, less than two weeks away from Pesach. Wow, Pesach's here. And with Pesach comes freedom. Well, each one of us could add our words. Stress, anxiety, um, big budgets, kvetching, um, lots of... You know that people have, but ultimately, the theme of Pesach is freedom. And the song we just played, "Nothing in Your Life Is More Meaningful Than Helping Another," it was chosen because really that's the theme I want to go with today. You know, often people say that the greatest satisfaction in life comes from success. It's not true. Greatest satisfaction in life comes from meaning. When somebody does lives a life of meaning, they're satisfied. When you live a life of accomplishment and success and fame, but you have not found meaning in all of it, then there's no meaning. Then there's no joy in this life. And you, you could say, well, you know, being a narcissist is meaningful. I can find meaning in anything. No, true meaning has to be bigger than yourself. Any meaning that's locked into yourself, any meaning, in other words, I want to be successful, is not enough of a drive. It's innate. God ingrained it within each and every one of us. Hashem gave us this thing that meaning can be found only when we make an impact on another, when we honor another, when we do something for another. It could be even somebody who passed away, doing something in memory of somebody that you loved, etc., but the point is, it's beyond yourself. That's where meaning's found. Meaning is found when you transcend yourself. Meaning is found when you realize it's not about me. You know, there's many... When someone says, okay, so you believe in God, what, what, what's the impact of that? So you could say, well, the impact of believing in God is that you have rules, you have the Torah, you have meaning, etc. For me, the most basic, not necessarily the most, you know, sophisticated, but the most basic idea of believing in God is the idea that it's not about me. In other words, when I believe in God, what I'm implying is the world does not surround me. 
It surrounds another being. It surrounds God. It's all about God. So the first benefit of believing in God is it's not about me. And the first benefit of, of, of meaning is it's not about me. In other words, the moment I get to a maturity level and I realize it's not about me, then I could transcend, I could fly high, I can, I can, I'm on the journey already, I'm on the road. How far I'll get, how fast I'll go, fine, that's the, the you know, small differences. But the biggest maturity leap a person can make in their life is from surrounding when the sorry from the world surrounding themselves to the world surrounding something other. The moment they come out of the selfish perspective and they realize it's bigger than me, that is the single biggest maturity leap. Uh, a few years ago, I played another song from A.B. Rottenberg that I'm going to play some of his music today. And it was all about what a bar mitzvah is. A bar mitzvah is when you realize it's not about you. That's what a bar mitzvah, a bat mitzvah, a bar mitzvah, it's the idea, it's not about me. The biggest act of freedom a person can accomplish in their life when they realize that life is so much bigger than me. And that I can only find meaning when the meaning is beyond me. In other words... Here's the irony. The more I worship myself, the more low my self-esteem, the more miserable I, found, I find myself, the more dark I go. The more I find meaning in something outside of me, the more, the more my self-esteem grows, the more my sense of self is healthy, the more I'm grounded. The more you chase yourself, the more you end up with nothing. The more you chase other, the more you build yourself. Here's another way of putting it. A selfish person will never be able to build a healthy relationship, will never be able to build relationships with a spouse, with children, with close friends, if they're very selfish and narcissistic. So they're chasing themselves the whole time, but they end up with absolutely nothing. The other person who's not selfish, but selfless, is focusing on others the whole time, obviously not in a dysfunctional way, you know, like where you don't actually care about yourself, but the point is you're, you're focusing on others. And then you look around later on in life and you're like, wow, look what I have around me. I have so much love, I have so much relationship, I have so much beauty. So the only way to truly build ourselves is to go outside ourselves. Sometimes we focus so much of our, on ourselves, but in the end, we don't build ourselves. It's like, it's like this crazy irony, or as Chief Rabbi Sachs one time said in a speech, he says, sometimes stop chasing your dreams and let your dreams chase you. Sometimes go in a different direction of your dreams. Go give. You know, he gave the example of him wanting to be an economist and a philosopher and a lawyer. And he, he ended up being a rabbi and he got degrees for those three things as well. Sometimes you go and chase not your dream, but rather God's dream for you. You go chase what you're needed for. You go chase the place where you can have the most impact, where you can offer the most meaning. And through that, you will be built. But the more you focus on me and all you're doing is staring the whole day on, you know, on my nose and looking and saying, okay, how have I grown? How's my career? How am I? And some of that reflection is important. But when that becomes my whole obsession and that becomes my reality, I lose the plot and I lose the opportunity for true growth, for true freedom. Because the biggest act of freedom is when I free myself from myself. 
When I free myself from my own selfish narratives, when I free myself from this narrative that says that life is all about chasing my dreams and life's all about me and life's all about my success. And when I realize it's not that, it's about playing the mission that God put me in this world for, playing my purpose, making an impact, asking myself every single moment of every single day where I can add value, it's there and only there that I can truly be free. And this song that I'm about to play is a perfect example. It, the story kind of talks for itself, but still I want to point out like the, the story so that you can actually follow it. It was right after World War II. There was a, a, a wonderful Jew, his name was the Skelena Rebbe, and his son who decided to bake matzahs in the DP camp, in the displaced person camp. And they say everybody can only take one matzah. And a fellow comes and asks for three matzahs. And they say, no, you, we can't give it. He says, yeah, but my father is a special Rebbe, so I need one matzah for myself, and for my father we need three, because he's supposed to have three at the Seder. And the guy, you know, the Skelena Rebbe is hesitating, should I, should I not? And eventually he says, I'll give you, fine. And then just before Pesach arrives, the same guy comes back and says, let me ask you a question. Did you guys save any matzahs for yourself? And he says, no, because we gave it away to everyone that needed. So he says, that's what my father took the matzahs for a few days ago. Here are back your matzahs. One matzah for you and one matzah for you, the, the, the Rebbe and his son. And the point of the story is just an act of selflessness, whether it's the people who give away everything, including their own matzahs, and the other Rebbe who's thinking only about how save matzahs for his friend who's not going to have anything for himself. It's a beautiful melody written by A.B. Rottenberg, sung by Avram Fried, and it's called Allah Tzadikim. This is 101.9 Chai FM. This is the Fabringen with Rabbi Levi Avton on 101.9 Chai FM. Oh, come on, tell me how awesome was that song. Um, just a beautiful melody, a beautiful story. All I could think about is think about the other person. Because that's the only way we achieve freedom. The only way we achieve freedom is when we think of others. And naturally, when things get tough, we could go in two directions. We can go very much inward. And as we go inward, we just go into a darker and darker place. Or we can go outward and find light. You know, one of the great things I've learned from choosing a life of clergy and, you know, and forcing myself day by day, not forcing, but putting myself in a position day by day that I have to offer meaning and I have to be there for others, is that as much as hopefully the other people gain from it, I gain the most. Because when you give to others, you give to yourself more. And any person who's privileged to have a position or to volunteer into some role of giving knows what I'm talking about. That when you're giving, you receive much more. Yeser mimasha balabais ani says the say the sages, more than the wealthy person does with the poor person, than the poor person does for the wealthy. In other words, more than the giver does for the receiver, the receiver does for the giver. Because a giver, which is each one of us who doesn't 
have a platform to give, that's the saddest thing. Because that, that just creates bitterness. One of the greatest gifts we can give another person is offer them an opportunity to gift to others. In other words, you see somebody that's struggling, struggling with themselves, and often what the struggle is, what value do I have to add to the world is their question. I'm just another person. And the moment a person can realize how much value they have to offer and then actually go ahead and actualize that value, they're on the track to healing and they're on the track to, 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 to truly play their purpose in this world. And that's why getting children involved in volunteering in organizations and youth movements is so vital. Getting adults involved. You know, research has shown, including in, in, in our community, in the schools, etc., that the children that have the strongest Jewish identity is when they are part of a movement and when their parents are volunteering in community organizations. Why? Because when somebody is being part of something bigger than themselves, when their Judaism is bigger than themselves, that's when their Judaism becomes entrenched. You want to put Judaism into the DNA of a person. Obviously, it's in everyone's DNA. So I guess to paraphrase it, that it should be in the consciousness. It should permeate the existence and somebody should realize how important it is and live with a passionate Judaism every day. Get them involved in, in giving. Get them involved in being part of an organization, part of a movement and volunteering. It's shown it. It's shown it locally in the Johannesburg Jewish community and it's shown it all over the world. That's what gets identity. Identity is when you share, that's when you actually receive. So we're getting closer to Pesach. And Pesach is one of those times that we focus on tzedakah, we focus on charity more than most of the year. Kimcha de Pischa, we give out uh, gifts to the poor, whatever it's called, each you know, charity has its own name. But fundamentally, we reach out. Why? Obviously, because you know, the Chag is expensive and people need help. But the deeper meaning why we do it is because if I want to achieve my own freedom, I could only do it when I help you achieve yours. So when someone comes and says, I feel worthless, I don't feel I have value, my, my Judaism's not on fire, there's many ways to approach it. You could say, come, let's learn together. And that definitely has incredible value. But if you really want the Judaism to get on fire, get them to teach. When you take a person and you take them away from the receiver mentality to the giver mentality, that's when they come truly alive. And we see it with the Jewish people when they left Egypt. For a while after they left Egypt, there was nothing really to give, right? Everything was being received manna from heaven. And it didn't bring out the best in the, in the community. They became very uh, kvetchy. Lots of self-pity. Let's go back to Egypt. It was better over there. Why? Because they, they had no real value to give. Nobody was poor in the desert. Everyone was studying Torah from Moshe himself. There wasn't much lack. And when there isn't what to give to others, when you don't feel you have value, you just become bitter. Then the Jewish people arrive in the Holy Land. 
and suddenly they're living in a capitalist society and there's people that have more and there's people that have less, which of course is heartbreaking. But at the same time, it's the way our world works. And suddenly they have the opportunity to build a society of giving. And that's when really the nation starts forming itself. Once you can give, you have an identity. When you can teach a child to share, you've given them the biggest gift possible. Think about it. Babies are born selfish. That's the only way they survive. One of the first words a baby learns, maybe after ma and ta, mom and dad, is me. Maybe even before that, me. Mom, dad, give me what I want. Me, give me, me, me. Not because they're bad. Babies are cute. <laughs> I'm not on a campaign against babies. The contrary, thank God. But raising a, a, a infant and turning him to a toddler and turning it into a, a you know a young child and an older child, etc., an adolescent, young adult. It's a journey of helping them discover the meaning beyond themselves. And through that, they discover themselves. So you want to help your child find their identity, get them involved in, in some form of giving them, getting them involved in, in movement. Often kids discover their talents when they're going to camp, when they're part of a movement, when they have to lead, when they're running children's services in their shul. That's when they discover themselves. You discover yourself when you're helping others. But when you're focused on yourself, you just get lost in yourself. And unfortunately, there's so many people, well-intentioned people, who get lost in themselves. Just think about themselves all day. So you ask, and you know, am I good at this? Am I good at that? It's all theoretical, but they're not actually going into the real world and testing it in real life circumstances. And thus they lose that, they don't have the opportunity to explore their identity. So Pesach is coming, 10 days away. Pesach's here, right? And Pesach, the message is, our freedom, not my freedom, our freedom. Because if you're not free, I'm not free. If I'm not helping you with your freedom, then I'm not free. If you're not walking out with me, then we're not truly free. When the Jewish people left Egypt, not all the Jews left, many Jews stayed behind. We're told that in the future redemption, the final redemption, when Mashiach comes, all Jews, no Jew will be left behind. All good people will go forth into it, Jews and non-Jews alike. They'll go into the, the future of the Messianic era. Why? Because now the approach is no Jews left behind. We can't go. If you don't go, then I can't go. A full redemption means it redeems everybody. A complete Freedom means we're all free. So as you sit around your Seder, think about the people who need, the people around you. And go out and help them. Invite them to the Seder. Support them, help them have their Seder. Because you're, not only will you be helping them, but your Seder will be enriched by making their Seder enriched. This is 101.9 Chai FM. This is the Fabringen with Rabbi Levi Avtson on 101.9 High FM. This is 101.9 High FM, and we are talking about finding freedom in going outside of ourselves. And exactly a week from today, 
four days before Pesach, is the 120th birthday of the Lubavitcher Rebbe. And it's going to be an event that's going to be commemorated around the world. Um, 120 is a, is a big number. And from his youngest years, he was making an impact. And even after his passing, his impact grows each day. And many people will say various things about him. But one of the big ideas that personally, as a student of his, as a disciple of his, resonates deeply is how he created a culture of people, a movement of people that think beyond themselves. And the perfect example is what's been going on in Ukraine the last few weeks, long, way over a month already. I have a cousin, a rabbi in Odessa, Ukraine, who took his family out when things got dangerous and then went right back himself. I have an uncle who left Sumy, Ukraine, which is on the Russian border. And now he's on his way to Poland because he can't get back deep, that deep into Ukraine. But he's in Poland literally doing the best he can to make sure that everything gets delivered to his community back in Sumy. And many other people like that. And I don't think that they are better people. I think that their culture, the worldview that they bought into, is a worldview that gets them to do great things. And that this is a worldview that life is not about you. Life's about shlichut. You're an emissary. You're a messenger from on high, and you have a mandate. And the mandate is to make this world a better place. The mandate is to go to a place and bring as much physical and spiritual nourishment and assistance to the people, no matter what it takes. That's your mandate. That's your role. And when a person buys into that, when a person understands that life is bigger than them and life is meaningful and life is about living a life of shlichut, seeing a, living a life of seeing yourself as an emissary on high, whether a person has a full position or doesn't have a position, that's irrelevant. What's relevant is they see their life as purposeful. And when a person lives a life that's purposeful, when they have a strong why, then they can endure anyhow. They go through anything. The greatest thing a teacher could give a student, a parent could give a child, is a strong why. Because if a person has a why, and the why is bigger than themselves and their own selfish pursuits, their life will have intention, the life will have meaning, the life will be channeled in a, in, in a great way. And that's, that's the gift that the Rebbe gave to anybody who has been exposed to his teachings. The idea, go out and do something for another person. Go beyond yourself. You were put into this world to help another. The Baal Shem Tov, the founder of the Hasidic movement, the 18th century sage, used to say that a soul, a human being, could come into this world for an entire lifetime. And the whole intention of the entire life was to help one person during their life. In other words, you were, a person could come into this world and everything they do is great, but the, the goal of, their, of them being put was for that one time they did a favor. And it doesn't have to be a big favor, a small favor. But at that moment, they've actualized themselves. They've lived their purpose. You see, before we were born, 
Each one of us is just a soul on high. Beautiful. Why does God take this soul and give it into a body? Because the world needs something. Other people in this world need something. We are needed. Yes, we have to do stuff for ourselves as well. The soul also needs its work and the body also needs its work. But it will only accomplish what it needs for itself by focusing on what it needs for the other. So for any of us who are struggling with a sense of self or our children struggling to find themselves, the greatest thing we could do is get involved in giving. Find a platform, either found it or find one, and get involved and get get your heart, get your hand into something that transcends you. And then you can find freedom. Then you can find freedom. You know, we start counting the Omer, the night after Pesach begins, which is going to be Saturday night on the week and a half. What's a Shabbos? And the first week of the Omer, the whole theme is chesed, kindness. And that week is the entire week of Pesach. Over the whole week of Pesach, we focus on kindness. Because freedom is found in kindness, in chesed. Freedom is, my freedom is found when I help you open the gates to your freedom. And that's the gift, that's the beauty of relationships. Yes, you know, sometimes relationships could be taxing and people love crutching as siblings and spouses and children. But the gift of relationships is that these are platforms for us to give and give and give. And each time we give and we transcend our own selfishness, we achieve greatness and we find purpose and we find intention. And before we go around giving chesed to others, you focus first in house, not as a selfish way, but realizing that your children come first because they're yours and Hashem gave you the mandate first and foremost to raise them. Your spouse, your parents, your siblings, your close friends. None of us are here to perfect the whole world, but we are here to make as much impact as we can in the lives of others, starting with the people that by design are those that surround us. And that's why as much as Pesach's about guests, it's first and foremost about family and tightening the bonds, thickening the bonds that bind us with our loved ones. Realizing that if they're in our life, it's for a purpose. Obviously, we get so much joy out of them and, and love. But also, it's such a platform for us to give. In one word, to summarize everything we've been saying, just give. 101.9, Chai FM. This is the Fabringen with Rabbi Levi Avtson on 101.9, Chai FM. This is 101.9 Chai FM, and here we are wrapping up the show, getting closer to Pesach. Please God, there'll be another show next week. But as we close up and we say farewell for this week, I'm just going to talk to myself. 
and tell myself out loud, Levi, remember, the place that you'll find impact is when you give. And when you're feeling sorry and when you're waking up and you're not in the best headspace, go out and give. And when you're feeling like you don't have direction, go out and give. And when it's doubting oneself, go out and give. Because that's truly the only way, not only to survive, but thrive. Obviously, as we said earlier, not in a dysfunctional way, giving at the expense of oneself and the others, but giving to enhance, giving because I realize that I only find myself when I help you find you. I'll finish with an interesting quote from, uh, I saw this in the introduction of um, Man's Search for Meaning, one of the editions. They one time asked Viktor Frankl, what's your meaning? And the answer was helping others find theirs. To find meaning in helping others find theirs. Finish off with this beautiful melody, Journey at Sea, by Journeys 5, A.B. Rottenberg. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Thank you so much, Craig. Have a great day. God bless you. Shabbat Tov.